why are so many kids of the mindset that they need or that they deserve a phone? Most of us lived in a world where phones were not a permanent fixture on our bodies. And we would have never handed our child over a phone. Yet today, kids have been conditioned to be demanding and they act entitled about having a phone and more parents are insistent on giving them one. Whether out of convenience for the parents or out of trying to make the child happy, what exactly is happening? Hello everyone, I'm your host, Jody Hildebrandt. Welcome to another episode of the Connections Podcast, where we help you create joy in your life and in your relationships. Start your training today at connectionsclassroom.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Connections Coaching, or join our private Facebook group, Moms of Truth, with Jody and Ruby. We have a question from a mother. This one's uh, a little aggressive. She says, I have a 13-year-old son who has been asking for a cell phone. I told him that I wasn't sure about it because of the things he could have access to. He told me, ready for this? He told me that he deserves it and he deserves privacy and his own space. He's 13. Mom's got her hands full. He had stopped asking for the phone several months ago and I didn't ask about it. Yesterday, I went into his room and saw him on a phone. I was shocked, to say the least. I don't know why she's shocked when a kid comes to you and say, I deserve. I kept my calm and didn't yell and asked why he had it. He said that he saved up and bought it himself and that I couldn't take it because he had, because he had bought it with his own money and I'm not sure what to do and could use some advice on the situation. Okay, so mom, when you say I'm not sure what to do, I, I'm not quite sure what that means. It's very clear that you have a very entitled young man on your hands. Very entitled. So here, here are my questions for you. Where is he learning that from? Who's teaching him that he deserves? Because that's not a principle of truth. And he said, I deserve my space and I deserve my privacy and I deserve a phone. <clears throat> so he's still a little child. And the truth is he doesn't understand that the only thing that you deserve is the love of God. And we all have it because God is truthful and he's, he's a perfect being. However, your son doesn't seem to understand that there is no deserving in life. As you well know, you're an adult. Do you deserve to have what you want? Maybe you are. Maybe you think that's true. Maybe he learned it from you. Maybe he learned it from <coughs> his other family members, I don't know. And you as his mother need to find out who and what he's been around and what he's been learning. So obviously he's had access to the world. 
And he has been learning this, maybe at school, maybe from friends. He's probably been on the internet more than you have any idea. And so you are responsible. So I'm going to hold you mom accountable that this little boy who, when he was two, three, four, you knew where he was all the time. You were being responsible for him. At least I hope you were. And when did you start losing track of him? What has he been involved in that you know nothing about? Because when I hear you say you were shocked, that tells me that you've not been paying attention to his aggression. If he's come up to you and he says things like, I deserve, I guarantee he's been acting this way for a long time. Maybe this started when he was two or three, this attitude, this aggression, this entitlement. I don't know. You didn't tell me those things. If you are needing help, come and let us help you. If you want to just use these videos to help you with principles, then what needs to happen is you as the mother, and hopefully there's a father involved and the father is actually wanting to be a father and not causing additional problems, or maybe he is the problem teaching his son to be entitled. I don't know. This young man needs to have adults around him that reflect truth. And if there's no adults that can be around him, but you mom, then mom, you need to learn how to reflect truth. The fact that he is in a room, sounds like he has his own room. He should not be having his own room. Why? Because he feels entitled to it. Children are not entitled and children means birth to however long they're in your house. They could be 37 and not be entitled to privacy. This is not an age thing. It's an accountability thing. And so if he is, is able to have his own space, I would interrupt that today. You no longer have your own space. Why? Because you are acting entitled to it. And I would take the phone, quite frankly, and I'd run over it with the car. Now, some people would go, oh my gosh, that's so violent. No, I call it efficient. Just get rid of it. <coughs> A lot of parents um, take the phone and they hide it someplace and the kid finds it. But if you run over it with the car, then it's gone. And the other thing, at 13, where is he getting money, mom? Where is he getting money at 13? How did you know that, how did you not know that he didn't have, like, he had money? Did you know he had money? And if so, where is he getting it? And if he's getting money from someplace, that needs to stop too. Why? Because he's being completely irresponsible with money. Money is not his. And I know that's going to incite a lot of children. But the money a child earns is not theirs. It's yours. It's your money. Why? Why? Because a child who's earning money and they think that it's theirs doesn't understand that the roof over their head and the food that's in the refrigerator 
and the air conditioning and the heating that kicks on during the different seasons of the year are coming out of your money. And so you don't want to send a message to the child that, you know, whatever money you earn, you can just spend it on whatever you want because that does not help them understand and appreciate that the first thing that their money goes towards is the roof over their head. Like there's certain physiological necessities that money must go for first before these peripheral things. So if your child is earning money at eight, 10, 14, whatever, great. I would put it in an account that they have no access to and you have access to it and you can just save it for them. And when they get ready to leave the house, you can hand them that money or you can put it in an account and anytime they want something like new shampoo or clothes or whatever, they can buy them themselves. But it's always things that you approve of. And a child and a cell phone, from my vantage point, no child needs a cell phone. None of them. None of them. Not a 15-year-old, not a 17-year-old. None of them need phones. None of them. Do you like what you're hearing so far? Make sure you never miss a show by subscribing to our podcast now or go to connectionsclassroom.com and click Transform with Jody. Now, I know that that falls on deaf ears. There's parents out there in the world that are like, no, they have to have them. No, they don't. You're being dramatic. You have lived in a world, if you've got a teenager, you're old enough to remember when we did not have phones and the whole world didn't need to have a phone And especially a youngster that is so aggressive. Now, I know children, I know 14, a 14 and a 15-year-old, that their parents got them a, a phone that doesn't access the internet. And they did that because it is convenient for the parents. And the main reason they were able to get a phone is because they are ultra responsible these two children and they are honest and they are humble and they stay in reality and they don't cause grief and they're not entitled. And so the second that one of them behaves in a way that is not appropriate, the phone will be gone. Well, these two individuals have had a phone for almost a year now and they've done beautifully according to the parents. And the parents are two people that live in truth. So do they need them? No. Is it convenient for the parents? Yes. But only under those conditions. And many of you will say, oh, my child's lovely. No, no, you don't have a lovely child until you, you as the parent learn what truth is. And then you reflect that truth onto them. I guarantee you, you will see clearly when you start seeing truth in yourself, you will see how not in truth your child is. But I'll tell you, parents just quickly will go, no, my, my child's in truth. It's like, well, you're not in truth. So it's not possible that you have a child in truth if you're not in truth. So mom, this is about you. And if there's a dad in this picture, it's about him. And this kid is going to throw a tantrum like you can't even imagine. 
as you hold boundaries around him that are hooked into his, his unwillingness to humble and his unwillingness to be responsible for his own perceptions, his own emotions, and his own behaviors. Now you might say, well, how is he not being responsible? Well, when a kid comes up and says, hey, woman, I deserve. That's a child that's not being responsible because what is he responsible for? He's responsible for being kind and being honest and doing what he's told and understanding that he doesn't have privacy and that he doesn't have his own space. That's irresponsible of a child to think that. And it's irresponsible to think that I deserve. That's all aggression. That's all selfishness. This kid, I would not give him any of those things. He's 13. You're probably going to be in for the long haul with him. Now, I hope that you're willing to hold the boundaries through the long haul. Mostly parents don't hold them. They hold them for a few months and then the kid maybe shows up different and you're like, oh, they've changed. No, they haven't. No, they haven't changed. They need to go through a very thorough repentance process. And if you don't know what that means, then you will never hold them accountable to that. And so it's another principle of truth, repenting. He has a very aggressive heart. And I don't know why he has an aggressive heart other than he's bought into distortion and he's snarling and showing his teeth at a very young age. These are the kind of kids that end up in trouble with the law. These are the kind of kids that can't maintain an intimate relationship because they're so self-centered. So there's all sorts of issues here. This is not about you take the phone and then he complies for a little while and then you think, oh, all's well. This is an issue at his core and he needs to get help for his core because his little spirit is really aggressive and very, very, very selfish. So he needs to be loaded up with principles of truth and he needs to have a mother and a father that hold him accountable. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is you have to learn it yourself. So I say this to so many people and I I don't think hardly anybody hears me. This is not about the phone. This is not about the, the I deserve. It's about at the center of him, he is not seeing the world in reality. He doesn't see you. He doesn't have any empathy for anyone. How do I know that? Because he came at you with such aggression. I deserve. Anytime someone comes up to you, a, a grown human or a kid, and starts spouting off what they deserve, That's somebody that has no empathy. And that's a very challenging thing to fix because they may not want to have any empathy. Empathy requires vulnerability. So these things that he wants are just distractions so that he doesn't have to go to a place and actually get vulnerable, actually start learning what he's responsible for. So there's a lot of work here, mom and dad, a lot of work. He needs help. So what I would do is I'd get him into the joy classes. They're for teens and for parents. And we can start teaching him how to live in truth. And we can start teaching you, mom and dad, how to live in truth. And my hunch is is he'll react. I don't want to go there. Well, that's exactly what he needs. 
I've worked with so many teenagers and many of them are just lovely human beings now. And there are some that just refuse to humble. So I don't know where your kid's going to go. But the, the good news here is that he's 13. You caught it at 13. Hopefully you'll do something about it and not just think that it's gone away because that aggression hasn't gone away just because he shows up kind and polite for a little while. Please don't give him his phone back. When I say his phone, it's not his phone. It's your phone. Everything that he has is yours. And there's no such thing as I paid for it. Hold your boundaries, mom, dad. Help these children feel safe by being the adults and the people who have power in their life. Children are learning that they're the ones with the power. And so many of us as adults and parents are backing down to these children who have no idea what it means to be an adult. Don't back down from his aggression. He's screaming at you that he needs you. Go love him in truth. Thank you so much for listening to the Connections podcast today. Share this podcast with your family and friends. And if you're not already subscribed, please subscribe to this podcast. You can find on-demand and live training at connectionsclassroom.com to help you create joy in your life and in your relationships. You can also find parenting support in our private Facebook group, Moms of Truth with Jody and Ruby. I'm your host, Jody Hildebrandt, and thank you for listening.